We welcome you to another edition of Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. When we started this ministry, we'd hoped to reach those who were grieving and accompany them on their journeys with prayers, reflections, scripture, and other writings that could lead them more easily on their grief journeys. We're brought to you by Catholic cemeteries in the Diocese of San Jose. Remember, you're always welcome in our circle of healing love and support. In the third part of Cindy's story about the loss of her granddaughter, Caitlin, she discusses the aftermath of the death, its effect on her daughter, Randy, and how she coped with the loss in the months and years after. This episode is dedicated to my niece, Randy, with love. She's not big on visiting the cemetery, and she was dating a guy after that that had lost a brother, and they were big on going to the cemetery every week, at least every week, almost, and talked to the brother, because he was he was a teenager when he died. It's a different, little bit different story. But Randy, it was really bringing her down to go over there that often because it was just a reminder. So, Yeah. And then they wanted, expected her, you go see Caitlin, you go see Caitlin, you go see Caitlin. I think that was driving her nuts because she couldn't deal with it. But they felt if you weren't dealing with it, then you didn't love her. I mean, they didn't say that, but that was the implication. So her reality was the dead child at that point. The, her, that mother's the one that pushed it. Not the, not the boyfriend. It was the boyfriend's brother that got killed. The mother's, the mother's the one that pushed it and made Randy feel bad about not going to the cemetery. So, we d- she did for a while, and she's got picked, but that was, again, probably prompted some by this mother. Um, it's got pictures of the kids sitting by her grave site and stuff, and it's like a really different. It doesn't do her any good to go there. That's where she's at. And I can remember after she died, I thought, nobody, this is a whole different death. It's not like losing an 84 year old, 94 year old parent, or even, I mean, I, there's no good time to die. But a baby is helpless, and it's. it took me a long time to come to grips with it, but I honestly felt, it took me about three years, that there's time for everything. And her time, this was my theory at that point, that she lived 84 years, 40, 84 days. My grandmother lived 99 years. My mother lived 65 years. Why, we don't know. What ultimately happened after Caitlin died was she broke up with the father, who was not a good person. I mean, for long term, and to me, I felt like that was Caitlin's purpose, that she came and died to save Randy. This is my 
14 years later, coming to grips with it. Well, you have, well, some of it, you, you're trying to justify it or make sense of it. And there maybe is no sense of it, but it, that was the result of it. So I think in some respects, who knows, maybe that's the case. Maybe it's just pipe dream, but I had to have some reason for this to have happened. And there was good that came from it. At the time, I made her a scrapbook of pictures of everything when this was over and wrote a poem for her. So she's got a book, and Randy saved. She still has a, uh, oh, a tub full of stuff of Caitlin's, her clothes, and some things she saved at the time. And she said every once in a while she'll open it, and she can still smell her. Um, I'm not sure that she does or not, yeah. but it's it's mentally there. Well, I've had friends that lost a grandchild who was six. I had one that lost her daughter who was 40. I lost her brother who was 60. I don't know if, it, you know, at the time I thought this is the worst ever, but, and my dad had told me, well, at least she wasn't, you didn't have her that long. And I thought, what a horrible thing to say. At least she wasn't here that long. She basically wouldn't get that attached is what I thought he was trying to say. And then as over the years and my, I saw friends lose an older child, I mean, I can't imagine losing an eight-year-old. I mean, there's no good time. There's just no good time. And it's different, but I, I've always thought the difference for me, anyway, initially, or for a long time, is I could go, this is terrible, go dig her up at the cemetery and hold her. I couldn't go dig up my mother and hold her, and I wouldn't think about it. Or a 10-year-old, but I definitely could go pick up Caitlin. To me, that's the difference. I have a picture of her with Alex. It would have been in June. She died in Mar May. Yeah, May. Um, Alex was a probably, he was a just, just a year older than her. And she was down here by the pool. So I have this picture of her. And her face and her eyes were just hollow. It's the, it's the saddest picture. She was just lost. I mean, there's, it's just... And the picture, I think, told it all that you saw her. It's when you stop the freeze frame that she kind of was functioning, but she wasn't really functioning. This is probably a month and a half, two months afterwards. I mean, June, July. It was in the summertime, so maybe July. But she just... And then the little girl, who's five, probably took over that my granddaughter did the taking care of the little kids. I mean, Randy wasn't probably functioning very well at that time. Mm -mm. Well, I think what was hard for him is that everyone was focusing on Randy, and he said, I lost my daughter, too. Yeah, he told me that one time, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I couldn't I couldn't take care of him, too. You know, we had our own, our own grief, and we kind of ignored him because... There wasn't room for him at that point. We we were focusing on our own just our own grief. So anyway, I think it was it might have. I think they might have thought they had a stronger relationship. We knew that he was bad news for her and moving forward. It's and it wasn't just him. It was his family. His family was bad, um, drugs and that kind of thing. So it wasn't like this was going to get better. So we finally moved her out. <laughs> 
<laughs> my son had a duplex and he had an opening. So one day went out and just packed her up and took her over there and got her out of there. And it had come to the point where she was ready. I mean, he, they both had just weren't coping as a t- unit with this. They were coping independently and um, not coping. Yeah, we, we always acknowledge the, her birthday and her death day. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't like to dwell on the death day. That's, I mean, we've got people that that's a big deal, the death day, and she's like, not going there, which I'm fully aware. And they've moved to Arizona, and the baby's here in Iowa, and um, she's fine. I'm not going to take her and move her to Arizona. Yeah, she's, I mean, there's people that say that. How could you leave her here? Well, I'm not leaving her there. You know, I'm not leaving her there. She's with her, so... That's kind of where that's at. What follows is a prayer for the grieving by Marge Piercy. Look around us, search above us, below, behind. We stand in a great web of being joined together. Let us praise. Let us love the life we are lent, passing through us in the body of God and our own bodies. Time flows through us like water. The past and the dead speak through us. We breathe out our children's children, blessing. Blessed is the earth from which we grow. Blessed the life we are lent. Blessed the ones who teach us. Blessed the ones we teach. Blessed is the word that cannot say the glory that shines through us and remains to shine flowing past distant suns on the way to forever. Blessed is the light Blessed is darkness, but blessed above all else is peace, which bears the fruits of knowledge on strong branches, peace that bears joy into the world, peace that enables love, peace over all men, everywhere blessed and holy is peace. Amen. This has been another episode of Solace, Soul Plus Grief. Thank you for listening. To help support us, please subscribe at Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. Aftercare Coordinator at Catholic Cemeteries, Palliative Care Chaplain and Spiritual Director. You can reach us at the email or phone number in the show notes. Remember, be good to yourselves and go with God. Vaya con Dios.